When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Rich Check Podcast. Okay, okay. Oh. Episode 60. Woo! Woo! We got a special guest tonight. You could tell we're yes. in a good mood. Yeah, we're in a great mood. <laughs> we're having a good time. We got my man Solomon on the couch. Thank you, uh, thank you, founder thank you. of uh, Solomon Sounds, Solomon uh, Sounds Music Group. Facts. It's a it's a pleasure to have you here, my man. It's thank uh, you for joining us. Pleasure to be here. I could talk watches all day. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> We're gonna get day. into it. Okay. Um, I want to give a shout out to Shahendra who who made big the introduction. Time. Big time. Another uh, fellow watch collector and Fact. a good friend of the pod. The Sultan um, of Style. Definitely. Uh, if you guys missed it, we had Shahendra on. Uh, episode 58 when we shot at Sotheby's. Uh, tons of fun. And please go back and, and check that out. Uh, allow us to introduce ourselves. My name is Perry. I'm Ben. And we make up two thirds of the Risk Check podcast. Our friend Rashawn is out of the state tonight. He's on a little vacation again. Yeah, he's got his, you know he's got his 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 JLC Polaris Beetle. <laughs> be he took the Nautilus wheel. <laughs> Casually took off the paddock mm-hmm. and. Uh, He's somewhere out in Sarasota living his best life. Nice. Um, but we'll see him back on the couch next week. Um, as is tradition, we got to have our uh, our wrist check. Um, ben, I'll let you kick it off. What do you uh, got in the wrist tonight? I'm repeating the watch. This Let's go. Watch I haven't worn in a long time. Uh, someone who has great influence over me was like, we should wear an Oris tonight. And I was like, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But then I busted it out the box and they were like, wait, no, wear the brigade. Okay. <laughs> so I put the brigade on. Okay. And that's the type 20. Yeah. And yeah. I, I haven't even said it because I just put it on my wrist and I was like, fuck, I forgot how much I like this watch. I just it's been staring piece. at it. So I put it on. I think it goes well with the outfit tonight. It's, it's a, a great piece. Like some military esque with my very. Shout out to uh, our friend Alberto. He has he has the same yeah, watch. Yeah, Alberto has the same exact watch. His is on the black strap. Mm-hmm. Mine is on this really dark navy crocodile. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I'm a big fan of this watch, and I think I'll, I'll wear it for the next week or so. Respect, I love it. Nice. Um, I'll, I'll save our guest for last. I'm wearing a new watch tonight. Yeah, a new watch. <laughs> it's a new old watch. Okay. Uh, I I picked up recently. I don't know. I'm falling in love with vintage again. Yeah, I am. And yeah, this has some <laughs> ebbs and flows for you. It has, but I think I'm back. In the beginning, you were heavy vintage. I like, was heavy vintage. You the Daytona, I got the modern the Pepsi bug. on for a while. I had the Pepsi on for a while. Um, but I picked up at a very reasonable price. Uh, I moved some stuff around. I had a good week. Okay. <laughs> so I said, you know what? Treat myself. And I got something simple. I got I got a 1601 uh, blue Sigma dial. They just. Nice. 1973. Nice. Great condition. Uh, the case is wonderful. I love the electric blue dial. Um, a friend of ours made fun of me for picking up this watch because he doesn't appreciate vintage. But there's something about vintage Rolex that I really appreciate. And I love the jingly jangly yeah, sound of the that. old bracelets. Yeah. It just, it's just so old school and it feels nice. And I gotta admit, it's nice to wear kind of like a no frills Rolex. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's no one cares. Those things still exist. It's insane. This, this, this watch is 50 years old. Yeah, Crazy. And it, it, it's, it's still, it's, I, I timed it plus two seconds. Yeah. It's pretty good. The only knock I'm going to give you is that it's a blue dial. Yeah, you hate blue dial. Wait, what's wrong it's with fine. blue dials? They all look the same. This is different. They all look the same. This is I different. It. It's um, vintage. It has its charm. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. But no, I, I, you know, there's something about a vintage oyster case. It has a lot of charm. I just love the shape. I love like the teardrop lugs. Mm. Um, I love the way it sits on the wrist. And it just, it takes me back. Just reminds me of like, um, you know, some of the, the mentors in my life, reminds me of my dad, uncles, cousins, mm-hmm. things like that. And so it just feels nice. Uh, so that's what I got. Solomon, what you got tonight? 
Uh, tonight I have a Uh-oh. double balance <laughs> open work AP. There we okay. go. The skeleton. The stainless skeleton. Steel. What size? Uh, 41. Jumbo. 41, yeah. <laughs> this is, I love this watch. I, I wear this watch probably way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, no such thing. Well, here's the thing. It's like, I know it's like a delicate watch, but I just love the way it looks. I love yeah. the way it feels. It's steel, so I feel like like I don't have to be too, too delicate with it, but it could be like a good daily watch yeah. for me. And I feel like it also speaks really loud. Like, it yeah. lets you know that like, yo, whoever has this watch is a collector. Mm-hmm. Like, whoever has this watch is probably isn't their only watch, yeah. you know? And there's a story to tell with this watch and, you know, how did you even get, how did you even get this? And yeah. just, all of that that comes with it, which is just so exciting. But I love the way it makes me feel. I love the way it looks. And um, it's, a it's handsome definitely piece. one of my favorites. It's a great sure. piece. I'm a fan of that watch. I, I yeah, actually, sure. I never saw it in person up until earlier this year. I saw the, I think it was a red gold version. Oh, nice. And um, I used to always see it in photographs on yeah. the gram. And I was kind of like, eh, it's was tight. It, was it Kevin's? It was, yeah. as a matter of fact. And uh, shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. And I saw it and I was like, damn, this is good. Yeah. I was like, it's real good. <laughs> in person, the weight of it and everything, everything is just like, is, oh, is wow, nice. And just, and just looking at the, the dial or the lack thereof and, yeah. and, and seeing everything, it's it's really nice. The rose gold one is actually my least favorite one. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. I like the steel more. I like yeah. y'all know I prefer gold to steel. This is my first time day. seeing the steel version. But person. the well, reason why I like the steel more is because you get the contrast of the balance. Exactly. Mm, exactly. So that's the it way why I think in it. In the gold. Yeah, yeah, the gold nice. blends in way too much. I think the best the best addition is the black though. Mm. The ceramic? Yeah, yeah the black amazing. ceramic is, is amazing because just the way everything looks, the way the black and the rose gold sit together, it's art, it's beautiful. You know, it's crazy too, because it's like the uh, the Royal Oak design is already like very industrial looking. Yeah. And it's like to see it with like an open work case just kind of brings it out even yeah. more. Um, you kind of like, I mean, obviously, you know, it's an AP is a luxury timepiece, but there's something about it, too, that's like kind of like really, really rugged and tough. Yeah. And it's a, it's a really nice balance between like toughness and like um, just refineness. Yeah. That I think is really, really nice. This is tight. Man. I think that's a great way to put it. Like, it's like a man's man's watch. Like, yeah. I love, love, love it. Yeah. Ooze's tool watch. Respect. Yeah. We're going to get into uh, how you got that tonight. I want to okay. start with. I want, I want to go into who you are. Uh, where, where are you from originally? So my family is from Nigeria. Okay. And I'm first generation American. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was born in Brooklyn. And as really, you know, like my life for me really, really, really started when I moved to Long Island, when I moved okay. to Elmont. Mm-hmm. That's where I really grew up. That's where I like, mm-hmm. you know, became a young man and fell in love with everything from girls to watches to cars and, you know, music. Like Mm -hmm. I found my passions there. So, you know, I was always a kid that wanted to be in the music business. I would do anything in the world to be in the music business. And that's kind of how my journey started. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, as much as I love watches, that was like a later passion for Mm -hmm. me. You know, that was something that came like after well i always had the admiration for watches Mm. like they were always beautiful things like i would always like envision like a presidential rolex on my hand like one day like (laughs) you feel me this gold president like just you know because to me that was always like it was like a big time trophy it was like a symbol of success like yo i made it Mm. you know and you know those things coming from where i'm from is really 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 important but you know, music kind of like guided me and took me where I needed to go in life and yeah. helped me, you know, become who I am. So I started out, um, you know, with the studio, my mom's house okay. in Long Island, where I was just, you know, recording artists and, you know, trying to find my way and trying to help and have something to offer. And I was managing a few artists and, you know, helping them to the best of my ability. I was interning. With where the- were you interning at? So I had a bunch of internships. At the time, I was dating this girl that worked at Harvard. Okay. So I convinced her to give me a fake letter saying I went to Harvard. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> shout out to her. Fact, shout out <laughs> to her. <laughs> Ayana, I always love you for that. Respect. Thank you so much. But um, 
I used that letter to get a bunch of internships because before that nobody would nobody would answer me. Nobody mm. would care. But the Harvard student, everybody would like want to kind of get yeah, an internship. That's so to. smart. That's for so real. interesting. And it's in reality, created demand for yourself. And in reality, I went to a school that actually dropped out of that school at the time, but I went to a school called the University of Hartford. So okay. if you said it real fast, yeah. <laughs> it kind of sounded you like Harvard. You feel yeah. me? So I kind of didn't feel like, like I was doing it wrong. You made a mistake. Yeah. You heard it wrong. Facts. And in the same space, you know, I was like, whatever, I'm working for free anyway. Like, why do exactly. I care where I'm coming from? Like, yeah. So, you know, I used that. I got all these internships. My first internship was at E1 Entertainment. Okay. I was, uh, E1, that, and that later became... No, it was Koch. Then it became E1. Oh, became E1. Okay, facts. Cool. But I was there when it was Koch. Okay. So um, I was interning for Chris Hershey in the digital marketing department. I actually saw him yesterday. Well, not yesterday, like a few days ago for the first time. But it was so cool because we haven't seen each other in so long. Mm. And now when he sees me, it's like, you know, I've, I'm kind of like not in my final form, but on my way. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. And, you know, he met me as just like a young hustler that was selling a little bit of weed and, yeah. you know, <laughs> just happy to happy to have a foot well, in the door. Well, they were you. You had to do something for Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But just happy to have like a foot in the door, you yeah. know, to be in the music business. And at the time, it was the most exciting thing in the world for me. I also interned at Columbia Records mm. for a long time. I interned at uh, RCA. And after interning at RCA, I was just like, yo, now I got to do something. Yeah. Because I was like. 2009, 2010. Mm. This is around the time like Kevin, Lior, everybody's leaving to become a manager. Oh. So I was just like, all right, cool. They're doing that. Let me follow suit. I'm in the right. building. I see what's happening. Let me start managing things. So, you know, I was working in my studio for years trying to, you know, work with artists, whatever. People don't see how long it takes. In the music industry, yeah. before you can even, you know, get a dollar, it's a lot of dudes nah, that are paying. For sure. But the beautiful thing about it is I think it weeds out who really wants to be there. Mm. You know, so that's the special part about it because I think there's a certain level of trials and tribulations that if you want real success in this business that you're going to have to earn. Yeah. You know, and it's like you don't say when. The universe says when. Mm. You know, so you got to just be able to survive up until that point. And that point for me, which... I didn't even know if I was going to survive. I mean, at the time, my mom's house was in foreclosure. Every like everything was going down. And, mm. you know, a friend of mine told me about X and, you know, I spoke to him and took and my X, last. We're talking about XXX Tentacion, yes. which was uh, my late great friend, Jose Onfroy, who unfortunately passed away in 2018. But while he was here and alive, he was arguably, I think, one of the most influential artists yeah, of his generation, yeah. you know, and he did amazing things even before I came into the picture. In a but really short time span. Too. In a really short time span. I mean, we was basically running around for like two years, maybe a little bit less, but like, yeah. you know, when I first heard of him, he was locked up and he was in jail. His mugshot was viral, mm. but I fell in love with the music. He had this song called Look At Me, which was a great song and it was doing very well. But it was the other songs that kind of showed like his emotion. It showed his versatility. It showed his talents. It was songs like I Don't Want to Do This Anymore that really did it for me. It was like, okay, this this kid is special. Yeah. So I basically hustled up all the money I could. There was this lawyer who was basically like getting everybody in my neighborhood. Because like in New York, you would like go and hustle in Florida. Mm -hmm. You feel me? That's just what everybody did. No matter what type of hustle you want to do, credit card, whatever type of hustle, you go hustle in Florida. So when all my friends would go to Florida and get locked up and we would read about it in the news and be like, oh, I feel like we're never going to see the person again. Yeah. And then somehow, some way, two yeah. weeks, they're back on the they, block. Yeah. I was like, wait, what the hell? Like, how'd you get back here? And it was yeah. like, oh, Robert Trackman, Robert Trackman. Like, they used to talk about this lawyer like he was a superhero. Well, wow. he was. <laughs> no, he really was. So, and instantly I'm thinking like, yo, I got to get X this guy. So I reached out to him. I explained to him. I was like, yo, X is going to be a big star. Da -da -da -da. He's just like, Solomon. <sighs> Let's go. I'm just like, ah, man, let's do it. So I gave him the money, you know, and then, you know, I just, I got everything else in the process. I got extra lawyer, harassed Bob Celestin enough mm. to represent him. You know, then we were supposed to do a deal with uh, Atlantic at the time. We ended up doing it with Empire, which was great because we ended up, at the time, with whether, whether we knew it or not, that ended up, like, changing our lives, like, financially forever because we owned our masters. So we Incredible. owned everything that we was doing. Mm. And we would forever own everything that Could you, we Can you doing. explain to people listening what exactly that means? So basically that meant this. At the time, we had a $4 million deal on the table from RCA, which sounded mind-blowing to somebody who's 
house was in foreclosure. Like, mm. It was funny because there was time, there was like, like A&Rs coming to my mom's house at the time. And there was like, you know, it's funny to say it now because I live in like a gorgeous house, mm-hmm. but like there was like mice running across the floor and they would look at me and like, I'm like, yo, no, I know you saw that, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, bro, you saw that? I'm fucked up. Like, let's make shake like you feel me like let's do something don't play with me my man is in jail i'm over here living in basically a trap house like let's figure this out so you know eventually we figured it out and then basically uh we ended up not taking the four million dollar deal a four million dollar deal with rca was a standard deal where it was Mm -hmm. basically like we would have a royalty point which a lot of artists have Mm -hmm. but instead we went for the profit share which basically means we would operate as a partner Mm -hmm. which basically meant we would get I think at the time it was like 70 30 split with 70% in our favor. And, um, you know, we own the rights to our music. Mm-hmm. We never had to give up any publishing. We never had to give any up any ancillary 360 rights. Mm-hmm. It was just the music, the percentage. And that's that. We go do whatever we had to do. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, of course, I believed in X and I thought he would do well. But there was no way I thought we would have the massive success that he had. Right. Yeah. You know, I was optimistic, but... I don't think there was enough optimism in the world mm. for me to kind yeah. of see he, where that would go. He really amassed this crazy cult yeah. following. It, it, like, it was. All the shows, it was like you were there for him yeah. if he was mm. there. Facts. And it was like when I would finally, I think the first time I saw him perform, where he just we just got him out of jail at the time, it was in Wynwood in Miami. Um, and it was a riot. Wow. Yeah. We couldn't, he couldn't even perform. The fire marshal had he to shut it down. The cops took him away in the back of the cop car for his own safety. And it really was for his own safety because, like, people were getting hurt, trampled, cars. It was, it was crazy. But at that moment, I knew, yo, this is nothing like I've ever seen it before. And I was super thankful to God because the nights I was on my knees praying and crying, like, yo, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. I didn't know the blessing was going to come in the form of the opportunity to help this young kid from Broward, Florida, get his ideas out and, you know, help him touch the world. Really, Yeah, that's, a, that's amazing. Yeah. And so uh, along this process, you know, you, you, you've seen a lot, right? Yeah. You got coming from, you know, interning, uh, being around successful people, paying your dues, uh, in the music industry, it's a lot of people don't realize unless you're there while you're paying your dues, you're seeing everyone have success around yeah. you. And it's almost like getting invited to a dinner, but you can't eat. Yeah. And everybody's eating Facts. around you. And here you are, this young man from from Elmont and you you fall in love with watches and you're probably seeing some of your idols. You're seeing some of your yeah. mentors enjoying uh, the fruits of their labor and and their success. What did that feel like and how did that fuel you in your in your passion towards like, did you look at it and was like, man, I'm going to have a piece like that one day? Absolutely, because I think I'm like a perfect example. Like I'm like I'm a perfect example, like a child of pop culture. Yeah, because like, you know, I didn't have cable, but like my next door neighbor, Norman, one of my best friends, he had all the channels Mm -hmm. and, you know, MTV, BET, all the stuff like, so it was there. So that culture that we seen, and also when we seen outside with hustlers, whatever the case may be, of that type of success, that type of trophy of a watch, it was always like incredible. And even for the artists that we looked up to, it was always like, you know, I was a big Jay-Z fan. So before I even knew what a platinum Rolex was, it was yeah. important to me. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Yeah. It was important and to me. And it's so funny to, to articulate it that way, too, because that's exactly what it was. Like, yeah. When you hear Jay say, like, maybe you spit a bar about, like, a platinum day-day, it's like, man, that sounds nice. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Well, I, want, <laughs> I want a platinum day-day. So it did something for me. I remember, like, when I actually got the platinum day-day, I was so excited. And I think I was only playing Reasonable Doubt for that yeah. <laughs> Because I'm just like, yo, platinum Rolex did. Like, yeah, yeah. like that was a moment for me. So, yeah. you know, I think along, along the vision, I'm sorry, along the journey, you know, these watches were really important. And I remember even before I could even afford the watch I wanted, like, 
I think the Apple Watch came out and all my friends was like getting the Apple Watch. No shade to the Apple Watch. I think it's, you know, useful technology sure. or whatever the case may be. But at the time, I couldn't even afford one of those either. So I would just always say like, nah, man, f*** that. I'm waiting for my Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real shit. And then, Manifest. you know, manifesting. I'm a big, I'm a big person on manifestation because it's real. Like you got to also put the work in, but you know, sure. you got to like, put that call out to the universe and let them know what you want. So, you know, you can be ready to receive it, you yeah. know? So what was the the first piece that you got when you, when you, you, you found some success or at least enough success where you're like, I'm going to celebrate this moment. I'm, I'm getting a watch. I'm going to watch my wrist. Okay. So I think at the time I was celebrating like not my first platinum single, but maybe like my third. Okay. Maybe like my third or fourth or something like that. You know, God bless X. It was all happening so quick. Mm. So by the time, like, I was like, mm, where am I going to put this plaque? I was like, all right, well, I, I need to celebrate in a different type of way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's time for the watch. And I had this really good friend, Orlando Wharton. He's actually uh, the uh, president of Capitol Records right now. He's killing it. Um, but... He was like, yo, it's time for you to go get a watch. You got to show them that you're serious money. You feel me? <laughs> He's like, you got to show them you're serious money. Go go get yourself a, a gold day date, your president, <laughs> president joint. You feel me? And I just started doing my research at the, around this time. This is when I found out about like Hodinky and all these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What year was this? This was 2017. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yo, let me just figure out. Because it was a big purchase for me. Because I knew yeah. I wanted my first watch to be a gold Rolex. Mm -hmm. Like that was like the hood trophy of yeah. all. You know, at that time, Meek was running around my Rolex. Yeah. All yeah. This. So it was like, you really felt it. And yeah. even then I knew that I didn't want to bust down watch. I wanted mm -hmm. something that was like going to be a real store of value. I wanted mm -hmm. something that was going to, you know, be that for me and so at the time I was on a plane every few days mm -hmm. so when I was looking at watches I was like ah, sky dweller that sounds like me you yeah. feel me <laughs> I'm always in the sky like let me get the sky dweller and I knew a lot of people that had day dates and at the time I didn't really understand why they look so different mm. so I was just like you know, some of these are brighter than others. There's these bark dials and all yeah. these things like, you know, I don't really, you know, I don't really get it yet. So I was like, yo, let me get the Sky Dweller because it looks new mm -hmm. and it's cool. And it's the most complicated Rolex they've ever made. So I was mm -hmm. like, let me get that one. And I got it. And I remember I put it on my wrist and the best kind of way to describe it. If anybody's ever seen the movie Pulp Fiction, mm -hmm. like when they opened the box yeah, and yeah. the gold came out, that's what it felt like. <laughs> it really felt like Did that. Did you get the Sky Dweller and gold? I did. I got in yellow gold nice. with a champagne <laughs> face. And I will never forget that day because, I mean, like, outside of, like, watching my kids being born, maybe getting my first plaques, like, that was one of the happiest days of my life. Cause yeah, because it was it was everything that you'd gone through. Yeah. The culmination of, of all of these, like, hardworking nights, you know, the, the, the stuff that you'd gone through, the foreclosures, yeah. not knowing when you were going to be able yeah. to pay these bills to helping this guy turn his life around and then the two of you figuring this out, all of that compiled to that Facts. moment where Facts. you get this watch and it's like the relief sets in. You know what else? I think that was a perfect describing. The only thing that was missing from that was at that point in my life, I never did anything for myself. Mm. Like everything was for everybody else. Like I was getting money, but at that point, like, I paid off my mom's house that was in foreclosure. Yeah. So I did everything for everybody. And I was like, yo, it's time to do something for time myself. Time to do it yourself. You, you, I love uh, it. You feel me? Finally, all, everything that you did, exactly. you, you had a representation of it. Now you had a totem. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, now I can wear this and feel good about it. You yeah. feel me? Like, I don't want to like wear this gold Rolex. And my mom is like, oh my God. Oh, you took <laughs> somebody taking pictures yeah. of the house. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Me? So it was like, it, it needed to be in a space to where everything was in order to where it's just like, yo, I don't got to worry about anything. This, this, this is really what it is. Yeah. Like when you see me with this, this it means exactly what it's supposed to mean. I love that. You know? So you you brought some watches with you tonight. I did, I did. Um, which which here, including the one on your wrist, is the eldest? The which, eldest? Which, yeah, what's the first one that you got out of this so group? Out of this group, the first one would have to be this AP. Okay. And now, now I what's for what? sure you were gonna have for the rest. <laughs> no. What 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 sparked? How, how, what was your introduction to AP? Okay, so my introduction to AP. Uh, shout out Imran, who's running Island Records. Okay, he came to my house. 
to listen to some Cochise records. Mm -hmm. My company manages an amazing artist named Cochise who's on tour in Europe right now. He's killing it. Shout out Cochise. Imran came to my house and he had a Royal Oak on and I could not focus. In our <laughs> this is in the pandemic. So he's talking. You're like, so he's talking. I'm I just don't hear like, anything. <laughs> where the fuck did you get that watch from? Like that's so cool. It was a stainless steel one, but it was a stainless steel chronograph with a blue face. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous watch. And at the time, I know he's probably like, yo, Solomon don't be caring about nothing, but that wasn't the case. I was obsessed with his watch and yeah. I wanted him and Jay Schumer to get the fuck out so I could race to AP. <laughs> so I could race to AP. And that's exactly what I did. As soon as they left, I raced to AP on 57th Street. And I remember like I put on I put on my Patek because I was like, yo, I want them to feel like I'm big. I'm, what, I'm a what big dog. Was it? it was a 5980 1R on the bracelet. Ooh, it's a big boy yeah. watch. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> fact for sure. That's, I wanted them to feel like John John's special. So I walked in there and I was just like, yo, as politely as I could, I was like, hey, my name is Solomon. I'm in the music business. You know, I've had a really great year. I want to do some celebrating. And I also want to, like, you know, build a relationship with the brand. Yeah. Straight up, like I, awesome. wanna, I don't, I don't want to play any games. I want to build a relationship with the brand. Whatever you pull out the back, I'm buying. Wow! Like I'm buying. Like, just, <laughs> like how do we do this? Like, this how do we code. do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to my to my amazement, they didn't pull out. And this is no disrespect to you know AP because I think you know they're one of my favorite watch brands ever. But, you know, they didn't offer me something that I hated. They offered me a rose gold offshore, the brick mm -hmm. on a bracelet. And no, no, the brick on a strap. And I thought it was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is perfect. Okay, great. Yeah. I'll take it. I was really, I like, what's, the, what's that AP, the circle one that the nobody code. likes? The code. Yeah, the, the code. code. Yeah. yeah, I thought they was going to offer me a code. Yeah. And I was going to have to try to finagle my way out of not buying that. Mm. Not that I don't like the code. I just, it's not for me. Yeah, sure. It's not for me. I'm more of like a, a Gerald Genta kind of guy. Okay. Like, you know I, mean? like, I think that's going to be the name of this episode. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Gerald Genta that's guy. Good. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. It's like, I for me, if I got to pick one, yeah. I want what he made because it's like, sure. I think that's the best representation of AP and I don't care if it's, if, if people say that they're a one trick pony, because in case they're not, like, you mm -hmm. feel me? They do a bunch of other great things. But what we know and what we want, like, that octagon, it's that just so bracelet, that, yeah. exactly, we yeah. want that. So it's just like, you know, and there's so many different ways that it comes in. That's one thing I love about AP. It's like, you know, to the untrained eye, somebody could say, oh, like my mom, you know, mm -hmm. mom's a great mom, good person, all the other stuff. She'll complain about me buying watches. They all look the same. Yes. Look at all these watches. They look the they same. Look the same. And, you know, I would never say this, but how I feel is like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> like, like you, my, you the, yeah. like, like you uncultured swine, yeah. like, <laughs> if, like, look at this dial; they're different, you know. But that's what that's you got to be immersed in the culture. Yeah. Say it's the same on a different color, exactly. But I'm just like, no, you don't understand. This is a jumbo. This is 39. This is smaller. This is a turb. You feel me? This is a, a skeleton. My wife this is called a, my Nautilus uh, basic the other day. See, <laughs> she's like, yeah, it's a basic the, watch. The, the, the nerve, <laughs> the nerve. I can, the nerve. I can hear her like in yeah. her voice, like saying it. She's like, the nerve. yeah, it's basic. See, I <laughs> like, what? See, I, I I don't play that. I trained my baby mom to like really, really appreciate watches. Like when I first met her and we were first like hanging out, like she she had like this little Rolex. Like it was gold though, but it was like thirty. That one of them little, little, little Rolexes, mm -hmm. you know, it was like a 30, but it had some weird bust down bezel on it. It was like a Frankenstein watch. I okay. knew it was like a Frankenstein watch yeah. and I hated it. And she had like a Cartier bust down, mm -hmm. hated it as well, too. <laughs> so like once we like started having kids and I'm mm. like, all right, she's the mother of my kids. Like, let me start putting some pieces away for her that she can enjoy have a store of value and also give my daughter one day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've gotten some great pieces for her as well. That's awesome. And I feel like that's helped me in terms of like trying to build, like build up my collection. Like, yeah, hey, I'll take this lady's she gets piece. It. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's so good. it's been cool. So this piece here, yeah. what's the story with this acquisition? So shout out to Chris Bargainer. 
at AP. He's no longer at AP, but he was at AP. And I met him through Shahendra. And this is one of the many reasons that I love Shahendra. If you guys ever meet Shahendra, you got to give him a big hug, a warm <laughs> hug. A solid dude. You yeah. feel me? Because he's just a solid dude. And everything that comes from him is just great and positive. And he's just like a connector of like great, great, great people. Like, you know, and also, he's like a sleeper. Like, you know, you know, maybe you look at him, maybe you don't really know like the wealth of a person. Mm -hmm. But like when you can sit down and just have a conversation with him about so many different converse, so many different things, it'd be amazing. But long story short, he introduced me to AP. One day I came to Dumbo House, I sat with him. He mm -hmm. introduced me to uh Chris Bargainer. And then I was just going AP crazy. You know, I bought the yellow gold chronograph with the green dial because green was my favorite color and at the time he asked me like yo what's your favorite color and i was like yo green he's like oh great we got a bunch of green releases this is titanium? coming this year it's titanium yeah this thing white. they made 50 though yeah it's nice yeah but i love it because it's so rare even though like i feel like a lot of people don't appreciate turbs yeah. you feel me and they're also rare i feel like you don't really see turbs like i feel like you know i see a lot of brigade turbs i see yeah, a lot of things so like that but as far as like an AP turb, it's also like an expensive watch. So yeah. it's like it's not something that, you know, you're going to see often. It's not pedestrian at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to run into, you know, yeah, if, if if you run into someone that has any kind of turbine watch, yeah. they're a watch person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But that's why I like out of all my APs, I think it's like one of the most special. Because even though it's like, I feel like it's an extreme complication, mm -hmm. it's like, it's it's for the watch snobs. Yeah, you mm -hmm. feel me? It's funny because, like you said, it's, it's an extreme complication. Yeah. But it looks so simple, right? Like, it looks so yeah. simple. It's still it's a time-only watch. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's crazy to think about it like that. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. But it's like, you know, I actually had that before I had the skeleton, and to be honest. Um, it made me want the skeleton so much more mm. because just watching that open movement, yeah. that just <laughs> there, just, you know, even though I love the green, the green on that watch was just so just alluring and kind of like bright mm -hmm. and just, it made you feel good. And I love to like pair it with green outfits and, you know, green cars yeah. and all this other stuff, <laughs> green crazy. But like, it just made me like want to go get that open work so much more and, you know, I, I, that's probably why I wear the open work so much more. I feel mm. like it's so much more a better representation of like what I would want yeah. from a watchmaker. Like, like for these two APs, I feel like this is AP showing off. Mm. I feel like this is some of their best examples at watchmaking. Yeah. Like, you know, Rolex doesn't have a turb. They don't do that. You no. feel me? Like even, even Patek, like you don't see their turbs. You yeah. feel me? It's like, so it's like that that visual display of greatness yeah. you feel me is something that i feel like very few watchmakers could do and ap does it super well and for the fact they're so limited makes it so much it makes better, it even better. you know you're one of 50 people exactly. in the world that has this exactly you know what i really enjoy about a tourbillon movement tell me is when you take away the second hand the tourbillon is your second hand yeah. yeah i love that yeah that was the big deal with the grand seiko kodo Oh yeah, they yeah, really yeah. showed that off because they put yeah. that jewel. So when it spins, it, you have some visualization of yourself. Yeah. Gorgeous, nah, for sure. Gorgeous. I remember one time I was with this girl and I was wearing this watch, and she was like, "Like I, I was single at the time. Me and my girl broke up, but like, mm -hmm. um, I was with this girl and she was like a watch, like like a watch. Okay, she watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like I had my arm around there, and then she was like. Oh, the sound of that turd makes me want to come. And I was like, ah! ah! <laughs> I almost wanted to marry her right there and then, but I was just like, I was like, ah. I was like, ah. I was like, I was like that you could have, wow. there's nothing you could say that could have been more of a beautiful thing to say to me <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. That that's was the most beautiful thing ever. That's a, yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. Shout like, out to Gianta. Facts. I know this is not what you intended, but thank you. Thank maybe you. it is. Oh, maybe it is. It might be. He might have, he's ahead of his time. So no, he, yeah, he was. Facts. So you get this watch. Yeah. How, how, how long before you, you, you get that? sensation and you're like, I need another watch. Right away. Yeah, I want to say 
maybe nine, ten seconds, maybe. Okay. <laughs> like as so, but you know, I I really enjoyed it though. Like I took it home, I put it next to the yellow gold one. I took a bunch of pictures with it, and then I put it back in the safe. Yeah. Just straight up, like, I, I, I barely wear that watch. Mm. Like, there's certain times I won't take it off for a week, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's not really out like that. Yeah. You know, this is something that, like, I want to make sure I keep nice and keep it pristine. And I know, like, the the service on a term is a lot. So yeah. I just, I don't want to, like, I don't want to have to send this back to Geneva for any reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, like I said, I'm about to have a son. This is for him. You feel me specifically, like, you know, maybe when he graduates college, maybe when he loses his virginity, some cool, something sure. cool, you feel me? <laughs> something cool. It's like, yo, bro, you're going to get these watches in cool kind of like accomplishments in your life. You get married, something great happens. I love that. Like, you know, I think it's a testament to the passion that you have for timepieces because it's very easy for people to try to kind of just get wrapped up in watches. But I think what separates um you know just a watch consumer from a watch collector is you you're already thinking about not only creating moments for these pieces but what they might mean to someone who means a whole lot to you down the line yeah and so you're already planning like no i'm building a collection for purpose like something to be proud of but also something to like give to the people that i care about i think is really absolutely so would you say that this tourbillon was like the first like extra rare extra special piece that you acquire yeah, I think this is probably one of the most special pieces in my collection. And did you, for sure. so did you ever find yourself chasing that feeling again when you got the next watch? Absolutely, but it was almost like impossible. Yeah. Because it's just like, you know, that's why, I like, even though I haven't spoke to Chris Bargainer in a long time, it's like I'm always going to have a really special love for him because he helped me skip the line. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, even though, like, you know, I was buying pieces from AP, I was buying a bunch of things, but like, I never had to buy anything I didn't want. Like, I remember they tried to offer me the Black Panther watch, and I was like, I don't know. Like, you know, superhero, that felt like a cereal box type of thing. You feel me? And there's nothing wrong with that for the people that like it, but for that type of money, I wanted to feel, yeah, I wanted to feel like I got something that was elegant. Like, like that watch and this watch are basically like the same cost, Mm -hmm. and this watch feels like, it feels like worth the money. The other watch kind of felt like something that was- a little too gimmicky for yeah. me. You feel me? And I love the Black Panther and I love the thought of it. I just thought that collaboration wasn't like my favorite. Sure. You feel me? It wasn't necessarily I don't my think, favorite. I don't think that's what... So, I mean, they announced this collab, what, yeah. like two years ago now? Mm-hmm. Like when they did that whole Marvel thing? I don't think people are getting what they expected from it. Yeah. Which I think was kind of like the backlash on it. Yeah. I, I, I like the Black Panther more than Spider-Man watch. Yeah, me too. Sure. Me too. And I, I fucking love Spider-Man. Yeah. Me too. That's what I too. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like also it's like you know it's not like this you're offering this watch at nearly two hundred thousand dollars it's like this is not a watch for children exactly you feel me so it's like i feel like maybe the watch maybe would be different if if the price point was a little Mm. cheaper but it's like at two hundred thousand dollars i'm buying things that like need to make sense forever mm-hmm. you feel me like at least for me it's like i'm not getting no frivolous two hundred thousand dollar watch i feel not like it's frivolous. no I, I feel you i also i feel like the, the 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 person who's going after like there's two kinds of people that's going after the the black panther or the spider-man a someone who's gonna flip stanley it <laughs> yeah <laughs> or b the 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 hand few of, of people that already have every ap yeah. You know, there are those guys that like when that watch comes out, their name's already at the top of the list. They, yeah. they know they're getting that. Yeah, they know they're getting that. And then it's like, what else do you have to offer those guys that are already at the top? Like, you know what you have to give them because yeah. they've been with you for so long. They look at the Black Panther and like it is the toy box cereal uh, yeah. for them. And that's exactly what they need. And that's what they want, because they're like, I get everything else. Yeah, yeah. I literally get everything else. No, I want that Wheaties box. Yeah. Let me get that. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So they, they end up all going to the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Um, so you got this open work piece. Yeah. So this was the this was the next one or that wasn't the next one. After this, they kind of put me on ice for a little while. I think I got the jumbo 15202 after that in Art Basel in Miami. Mm. Then after that, it was this piece next here. 
no, this was recently. This is the most recent watch I bought. So um, let's talk about the, the open work. So okay. when did this fall into you? The open work came, I think, around Christmas time. Okay. And uh, this Christmas that just passed. Mm -hmm. And Oh, so this is still like fresh. Yeah, this is still fresh. This oh, wow. is still fresh. So I, like, that's why I'm still like very much obsessed with it. But I've been probably, uh, and shout out to Myra, but I've been harassing her since I met her for this watch. Okay. <laughs> like since I met her, like stone cold, like, yo, I need a skeleton, need a skeleton, need yeah. a skeleton. And she would like, tell me like, yo, I'm going to make it happen for you. But got to take time. And I was just like, yeah, whatever time you needed. And, you know, at the time, you know, things were going so great. And I was just like, yo, Myra, I need this. I need this. I need this. And I knew that they were going to get a new CEO. And I was worried about that because I didn't know how, like, the distribution process mm -hmm. would change. So I was just like, yo, Myra, please, 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 Christmas, hold me down. And she came through and held me down. That's amazing. Yeah, so I was, I loved That's it. That's a great Christmas gift. It was the best Christmas gift ever. <laughs> like, you know, it, it was just, it was perfect. What it did your mom perfect. say about this piece when you showed um, She looked another one. <laughs> yeah, basically, she's like, they all look the same. They all look the same. And then she's like, what do you mean they look the same? She's like, oh, the bracelet for all your watches look the same. It's that same bracelet. I was like, no, listen, this is steel. This is titanium. This is rose. I'm just showing yeah. her different APs and why it's different. But she just doesn't get it. Yeah. You know? Do you have, uh, well, you have Shahendra. Do you have, uh, like, is anyone else that's in your circle where when you, when, you, when you get these pieces, you get to, like, celebrate with? Yeah, for sure. Like watch, like watch for sure. Games, there's yeah. definitely a few guys. My guy John, mm -hmm. my guy Birdman. You know, there's 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 a few of us. Not enough, but a few of us that yeah. I just go to like ah, because you know, there's there's certain times <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, because it's like I want to like celebrate it with somebody that isn't gonna. I'm not gonna try to make them feel bad about. No, they're genuinely this. happy. They're, for you. they're exactly. Like, Yo, so it's just it. like that's, that's all you know. That's yeah. it's not an easy thing, especially when you're talking about stuff like you know watches and stuff like that. Because I have friends that like one of my best friends, Bobby. Like I'll hit him like, Yo, I just got this new watch. Check this shit out. And he's like, Yo, bro, I'm at work, bro. <laughs> like, bro, I do not care about whatever watch you just bought. I'm sure it's nice, but like. Thanks, man. Like, I'll talk to you later. I'll call you after five. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, but for my friends who get it, it's almost like, oh my God. It's yeah. like a, they get the passion and the understanding of it. And, you know, I think it's a really special thing. It's That's a cool, cool journey. That's awesome. Very cool journey. That's awesome. Which one of your friends has, like, outside of like Shahendra, uh, is anyone in your immediate circle you really admire their collection? Okay, so my guy, Mel Carter. I love his collection because somehow, some way, he's been able to swindle AP the best, <laughs> the best. So not to put his shit there too much, but some of his favorite pieces of mine, at least from AP, is he has the black ceramic open worked. Yeah, and that's the one you were talking about. Yep. That's like that's your that's like that a grail was like piece my for you. grail piece. Yeah, and he also has my number two grail piece, which is the frosted yellow gold rainbow open. That's a, yeah. this crazy. Yeah, so, that's, that's a sweet Nuts, <laughs> nuts. Like, how did you get both of those open yeah, works out of AP is crazy. So, you know, shout out to Jenny, you know. <laughs> shout out to Jenny. <laughs> happy for him. But, like, again, that's a, that's a situation where I was so happy to see somebody that I'm friends with or even somebody that looked like me yeah. just have that watch. Yeah. And it being a good place to where I know it's like, yo, this person is going to have this. They're going to appreciate it. It's going to be great. So mm. it's like, I love that. Love that. Thing. Where are you getting, are you are you keeping up to date with with what's happening in, in the watch industry outside of like Rolex and Paddock and AP? So, and if so, where are you getting, how are you getting to this information? So I... I am a big like Hodinky guy. Okay. Like I love talking watches. Mm -hmm. um, I follow probably every Instagram page on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I follow a lot of them on YouTube. Yeah. You know, all the guys like, you know, Nico, like the CRM mm -hmm. guys in Miami. Um, literally like, like, anybody like it's anybody. crazy how like watch media has like blown up yeah it's COVID and social media and everything it's, it's like there's so many different personalities too for it's sure like so many different personalities but i think it's 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 a testament to like the growth of the industry yeah. how accessible the information is now absolutely and it's like what used to require years uh and in like 
being around or having access to people who've been collecting watches for a long time, you can now like circumnavigate all of that oh, for sure. and like become like an autodidact. Like you can like teach yourself yeah. about watches. That's kind of how it was for me. Like I would, like my girl would come home and be like, yo, why are you watching watch stuff yeah. on YouTube? And I'm like, yo, this is, this is my passion. I love this. You just don't get it, get the hell out of here. You feel me? But it's just like, I learned so much just in, in like passing, even if I'm like, you know, during the pandemic, I was obviously working from home mm -hmm. and that's what's on. You feel yeah. me? Pride yeah. and opinion is on. You yeah. feel me? I'm looking at, that's what I'm looking at. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm learning from these people on why these things are important because it's not just for me. It wasn't just about spending the money on them. It was just understanding the history yeah. of these things that these brands that are around for hundreds of years mm -hmm. and they're still important today. It's like, you know, there's a bunch of new brands and I like some of the new brands. Like I like Richard Milley. I don't own one yet, mm -hmm. but you know, I like that brand a lot. You know, of course I like Rolex. Um, I'm a big fan of FP Jorn. Yeah. Like beautiful. I want to get into Talk those for sure. Um, we'll make an introduction. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I love those watches. I think I think they're incredible. Um ah, there was ah, what is it called? It was uh it was my it was this is like one of my next watches that I want to get. That's not one of like the big 3s. Uh it's like it flips. It's the what you know what I'm talking about? The Reverso? It's the Reverso. Yeah. Oh, JLC. Yeah. JLC yeah, yeah. Reverso. They do amazing pieces. Yeah, but I want I want the one with the turban in it. The, that's the new one that yeah. just came out. That's I want the one with the that turban. That's my favorite one. The black yeah, down gold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, out of watches and wonders. Facts. I thought that was amazing. So, I want that for sure. Um I think it's a brilliant watch. I love the size of mm -hmm. it. You know, because sometimes I feel like an AP is like really kind of big. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So it's like, especially because most of my, with the exception of my jumbo, most of my APs are forty-one. So it's like you know, a it's, big watch. It's crazy too because you made a you, you you said something I thought was interesting. You, you mentioned like big three. Yeah, it's crazy that like people don't a lot of people don't consider JLC as being part of like that upper echelon yeah. and watchmaking. When in part they contributed a lot. Yeah, yeah a lot no, of to the big sure. be where they are if it wasn't for JLC. A hundred percent. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's a there's a lot of a history there and merit for a brand like JLC. I think any watch yeah. collector should be looking at JLC to add to their collection. Nah, Especially absolutely. a reversal. I mean, it's just it's an, it's an elegant piece. Yeah. Um it's interesting. Um it definitely makes you it it just it just adds a, a level to the to I think anyone's watch collection where it feels a little more well rounded. I think so too. And I think that's what I'm looking for. Don't get me wrong. I'm still looking for like some grail pieces. Sure. But like in the same space, I'm looking for things that like feel special like that, that yeah. like I'll be down to kind of like educate somebody for because I feel like, you know, I've, like, I feel like the people that know me know I'm good for a good watch. You're always mm -hmm. gonna catch me with a good watch. So if there's like a JLC Reverso or, the, you know. It's one of those, yeah. you know, you know. Exactly, it's like, yeah, come yeah. learn about this. This is why you should know about this. This is why this is so cool. Come, let me show you how I can flip the face yeah. and it's something else now. And you know, I think that's really cool. That's awesome. I think that's really cool. So obviously Rolex is still yeah. uh, a big deal to you. No, for sure, for sure. I mean, I think for me, like, I and, I, ha I probably have three Rolexes now. So I have still the, uh, what is it called? The- uh, You still have the Sky Dweller? The Sky Dweller, the, the, the yellow gold champagne face Sky Dweller. Mm -hmm. um, I have the Sprite. Okay, Sprite GMT, uh, nice. Yeah, Sprite GMT, lefty. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. I wore it on like my family trip to Europe, which is dope. Nice. And my most recent- You just uh, got this thing. Rolex. Uh, which is definitely, I think, one of my most special ones. That gold Daytona. Yeah. Uh, definitely the uh, rose gold Daytona with the chocolate face. Mm -hmm. So I, I got this from my dealers at Torno. Okay. Um, and, you know, they've been taking care of me for a while. Mm -hmm. And I usually try to get watches to, like, signify, like, important like things that happened in my life. So when I found out that I was having a boy, I hit them immediately. I was like, yo, I need a watch yeah. for this moment <laughs> to know. So it's like every time it's like, yo, this is my boy watch. Yeah. So he hit me and was like, yo, I don't know when I'm gonna have something, but I'll hit you soon and I'll get you something soon. So I was like, all right, well, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Mm -hmm. And then eventually uh, he showed me that chocolate uh, chocolate face, chocolate face Daytona, and I love the Daytona. He still a lot. got stickers on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was recent. So 
I love the I love the chocolate Daytona, but for me, in a weird way, it was like, oh man, chocolate Daytona, chocolate boy, yeah. it's perfect. It's like this is <laughs> this is where it's meant to be. So you know, I told him, hell yeah, I want it, pack it up for me, and you know, I've wore I've wore it a lot, and it's cool because I feel like I, I'm I'm really like an AP guy. I wear a lot yeah. of APs, but like I think the Daytona is one of the best Rolexes ever. Okay. Like, I feel like when I was first looking for like a Rolex, like if I would have done a little bit more research, mm. I would have probably started with yeah, Daytona. I would have started with the Daytona. I know Ben can can definitely appreciate it. Ben yeah. is uh, he hates steel Daytonas. Yeah. Why? So he's just only precious metal. Yeah, gold Daytonas are the only thing <laughs> in my book. But you so no, no pandas for you. No. The black one is slide just because it looks so f- sleek and like sexy yeah. and yeah. black. I'm good on the panda. But why? What, what's what's the? Is it's it, is like it's the like weight? the most like frat boy like yeah. high bash like no need for this yeah. to be what it is. Watch yeah. and like the it's black flat. one's the same exact thing aesthetically. I think most people would say it's nicer. But oh, I need the white one. Yeah, no, the fuck you don't. no, you don't. We just had that conversation. Yeah, and also like <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I think the black. I, I, so I like borrowed a black one from the, uh, our friend John for a while. Yeah, and I fell in love with him. I was like. Black Daytona is, yeah, that's is always where it's the, at. It's nice. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, it's, it's weird, man. Like, See, I like those bezels, though. Like, uh, yeah, the bezels like, great. I like the ceramic bezels. bezels. The ceramic, ceramic bezels, bezels great. I like it. I like it a lot. Because even this watch, it's like, even when I wear it, like, like I didn't keep, like, I didn't take, like, I didn't take the stickers off. The stickers that came off just came off. You just let them fall off. Yeah, I know I a lot of them fall off. Yeah. Because I'm just like, yo. Frank stars like that. Yeah, he does that. He you know, like, this yeah. is going to get scratched up. And, you know, I don't hate the scratches, but, like, when I send it, eventually when I get a service, I don't want them to clean up the scratches. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Even though I don't like them, I don't, I don't want it to get touched. Yeah. You know, like, when my son gets it. He could do whatever he wants with them. But for me, I don't really want them to be polished. And maybe I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. like I heard it's just not great for if the you, watch. If you do it through Rolex, so I know for, yeah. st- for steel, around five times in the watch's lifetime, they'll refinish it. Yeah. After that, they won't touch it mm-hmm. because okay. then you start to lose the integrity. For gold, they'll do it three times. Yeah. Okay. But they'll want you to space it out. So like, let's say you just got that back from a refinishing, it looks brand new. You, your next scratch in two days, they're not going to be like, yo, I'm, we're not going to refinish that. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, wait. No, and they only sure. do it three times in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. So once you do that third go, there's nothing yeah. touching. So it. I got to say, you know, because over the duration of this podcast, Daytona has always come up. And yeah. just in just general conversation. And um, I love Rolex as a brand, um, but I never found, for me, like the perfect Rolex. I think the closest I got to it was the, the day that I had. Mm-hmm. Well, which one was that? I had like a vintage white gold date. I love Beautiful. vintage Rolex. Yeah. And it was unpolished. It was an 18239 reference, uh, early 90s piece. And I love that watch. 36 millimeter, perfect nice. size for me. But what made me fall in love with the Daytona was the K-shape. Yeah. The Daytona, the modern Daytona, as we knew, not obviously now it's discontinued and we have the whole new line mm-hmm. that's coming out. But that K-shape, I felt like in their entire lineup was the closest to what I appreciate about vintage oyster cases. Mm. The, 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 the most recent, it's funny because I can't call it modern Daytona now, yeah. it's retired. But that K-shape, when I wore it, it reminded me of wearing a vintage Rolex. And I was like, yeah. this feels good. Yeah. It feels nice. So I know they changed the K-shape I've had like a GMT and some other pieces. It's difficult for me to wear because they have that maxi case and it's just like, it feels like a tank. Yeah, they're a block. They're a block. And there's not like, you know, the similar to this, the vintage cases, they have a little bit more curvature to them, a little more round. And I think that this iteration of the Daytona was perfect in terms of design and, and, and case shape. It, it just feels great on the wrist. Agreed. Also, I'm I I love Rolexes. Like I love their pink gold. Like, oh I yeah, Everose. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, one does Everose, it like, it's like nice. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I'm not the biggest fan of like two tones, but like if I was to ever get a two tone Rolex, it would definitely be the Everose because it's just like that. Just, yeah, like a root beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I f- those tight. I fuck with those a lot. That's amazing, man. What are your Grail watches? Grail? 
Do you have any grill? I have grill. <laughs> I mean, my. Does he? Sorry? I said, does he? Yeah, I got some grills. I mean, I think, I mean, I would love a, a, a residence mm. at Fijon. I mean, I would get rid of my entire collection from that one. Wow. You'd have to. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you would yeah, literally yeah. have to. Well, how uh, much did they go for? A lot. A lot. Sheesh. Yeah. But I just think, and you know what? I've always thought like that was like a really cool watch. Um, we were talking off camera earlier about a, a friend of mine, Al. Shout yeah. out to Al from uh, Official CP Time. Al did an event in Miami a few months ago that I attended at, at FP Journe. Yeah. Um, and it was just a chance for the, the, the CP Time crew to get together and to get more educated about the brand. And we spent some time with a gentleman out there named Rocky, who who uh, who works for FP Journe. And he gave us like a whole breakdown on the history and the technology. And when he was talking about um, the resonance and the movement and and everything that went into it, it, it just it hit me. And I was like, man, this is there's nothing else like this. Yeah. And it made me fall in love with the watch even more outside of it just looking cool. Yeah. You know, one of the things he, he said stuck out to me, you know, when you buy a watch, some of the, some of the questions people might ask, they say, how often do I need to get a service? And somebody asked him that. And he said, when it, when it breaks. Hmm. And I, I was like, that's such a powerful statement. He's like, no, you service the watch if it stops working. Yeah. Because our watches very rarely stop working. Wow. That's so, like, a, resin, so a resonance is in gold retails for 136. Yeah. And then in platinum is 140. Flat. Jeez. It's a, it's a big one. And that was, a, that was in 2022. Yeah. The price increase. Man. Yeah, the resonances and, and the technology behind it, too. Like, that's the platinum. The fact that it, like, it has this, that's the platinum one. Oh, my goodness. It has this two barrel system. And so the reason why there's a special has a two barrel system, but it's a, it, it's a dual time. And literally, uh, the way that they place barrels together, there's like a frequency that's created within the watch that regulates time. So he was saying this sort of like when you talk wow. about, um, you know, accuracy yeah. in terms of watches, like cost is what's uh, like plus four, minus two, yeah. something like that. And then like Rolexes, they do their own plus superlative, two plus two, minus two. FP Journ, it doesn't leave the factory unless it's negative one to zero. Oh wow! So like that's he's incredible. Like, this is the rose gold. Yeah. Oh no, the rose gold. Rose gold salmon. Rose like gold accuracy set. is so important to him. Oh. That's why they only produce a few hundred watches a year. Yeah, like they make, just, I think the number is like seven to eight hundred. Yeah, they just the watch will not leave the factory unless it's perfect. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is even with the complications, like if you're using like a uh, a complicated Patek or or even a complicated AP, you know that there are certain times when you can adjust the complication, right? For like Patek, it's usually you have to turn the watch to like between three and 4 p.m. That's like the optimal period where you can start adjusting complications so you don't mess up the movement. Wow. On FP Journe, it doesn't matter what time it is. You can That's adjust crazy. the complication. Like his goal was to, to make the watch so complicated that it's simple for the end user. That's so dope. And he does all sorts of like weird things to his watches just to simplify everything. And it's just like, just the level of care that goes into that brand to me is is, is insane. Yeah. And the movements are made out of gold. Yeah, I mean, they're beautiful. even crazier. That's so so cool. that's that's like number one. Number two is like Cartier Crash. Ooh. It's <laughs> just like, you just that's, walk, that's, that's, that's hard. That's you know, it's just beautiful. Too. Which one though? I would just do gold. Well, what about that new platinum joint? The new platinum is crazy. They just dropped one today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, New crash and platinum. Platinum. But I would take just the, the, for me, it would be the normal gold bezel. White doll, blue hands. Like, to me, that's just like, if you're going to, if you have your choice at a crash, I want like the OG. I can't find it. If I have my choice at a crash, I would get the rose gold skeleton. That's the one Hope has. Yeah. Yeah, that thing is crazy. Rose Gold Scouts. That shit is crazy. I'd, I'd want to make my own if I got the opportunity. I would love to. Yeah, <laughs> That's an option. Like, Yo, collection <laughs> pre-made, what's up? I think when you get to that level, you might as well just go for it. Sure. Like, Wade Cole made his own. He did the blue dial with uh, white wood. I would do a green dial. Wow. It's crazy. I could. Dial crash. I go, I go red arm markers. Black dial, red arm markers. Sick. Just green crash would be nuts. That, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, are you, what are you after next? So... 
my grail piece, number one grail piece of all time is the ceramic perpetual calendar open work. Yeah. That's okay. my number one grail piece mm-hmm. from AP. Yep. Um, I'm after, we spoke about this off camera earlier, but I'm dying for this Nautilus or Aquanaut with the Tiffany stamp. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany stamp. I'm harassing the people at Tiffany. I'm blowing a bag. I'm doing everything <laughs> I could do. Everything I could do to get that, but I feel like I need that. I need that. Mm-hmm. I need that. I need that. And I, at that point, like I would, any one of them Nautiluses I would love. But if I had my pick, it would be the perpetual calendar Nautilus. I think that's the fifty-seven forty. Yeah, fifty-seven forty. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's, that's the awesome. one I would pick with the, the color, Tiffany stamp. Ooh. Yeah, that's but me. you want the you want the Tiffany dial? I no no no. Yeah, <laughs> because I, I thought it was nice. Like I remember when I said it was a Bernard. Bernard, no, 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 yeah, he has the only one. But like, it didn't look as nice to me. It, it looks, looks, it looks kind of cheap, don't it? It did, like it's it just, didn't look it, as that nice. Tiffany blue, it's so especially specific. against it's steel, weird with the black. It's just so yeah. vibrant. It's very yeah. loud. and you know what else? That's a busy dial. It is. Yeah. It is. So it's like busy. having the dark blue yeah, that comes with it is so nice. Much, but also, so like the, the, what I love about the fifties and forty, outside of the fact that it's white gold, yeah. which I think is awesome, the color blue of that dial is different than any other dial that they yeah. do. It's just like it's a very, very, yeah. it's a really cool shade yeah. of blue. Ooh, it's gorgeous. It's very nice. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Then I also love the fifty-seven twelve R. It's a good one on a bracelet. I love that. I love the fifty-nine ninety, the blue, mm-hmm. the on the rose gold. I like that a lot. I like the steel one too, but like I think that rose gold blue is a really nice combination. Yeah. Um, and then like the celestial, like I just love that watch. Yep. <laughs> that when you when you mentioned that earlier, yeah. like, I'm excited. Like yeah. I love that watch. Like, I just love that watch. I just uh, it's incredible. Like the craftsmanship, just. The universe in your watch is just It's insane. You like it's it in amazing. rose or platinum better? To be honest, I like it in rose better. Like I like platinum watches for sure. You know, you know, Patek Platinum comes with a little diamond and mm-hmm. all that stuff is nice, but like something about rose gold just hits a little bit better. Sure. Like even though like it's, that, it's got that warmth. It's that color. Exactly. Yeah, the color's yeah. nice. exactly. Even though there's nothing like that platinum day day. Nothing like it. Like I, I got the one with the dome dial. You okay. Know, which yeah, I love bezel. now. Yeah, with the dome, yeah, dome bezel. Now that it's discontinued, like you know, yeah. like I saw the new one with the, the fluted bezel, bezel, and it's like, ah. <laughs> it looks like it, I feel like it looks like white gold, and part it of does, the yeah. part yeah. of the distinguishing feature of the platinum is kind of taking it. Yeah, because you knew it was platinum, exactly. Especially because like you could get like a lot of people don't know this, but you can get a platinum day day with like a black or even yeah. a green dial. And they yeah. make that in white gold. So if you yeah. have a, a platinum day day, a newer one at least with a fluted bezel, it kind of just looks like a white gold watch. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, the feature. Don't the feel point, like a white gold yeah, watch. Yeah. Don't feel like one. <laughs> no. The whole point of having a platinum was you had that dome bezel. Yeah. It's like yeah. it was special to that configuration. No, sure. That's how I felt too. It's like, even though I feel like it scratched so easily, mm-hmm. but like it didn't matter. Like I think it still looks so good. Like it looks so good, especially compared to the food bezel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for platinum, there should be some type of variation. It's like it's bad enough. It looks like the other metals. You feel me? So yeah. it's like, give us something that just lets you know, like, hey. Well, I think originally did the dome bezel because it was just yeah. it was too difficult to make. Yeah, yeah platinum is super hard metal so to work with. It's, it's crazy. Like, people like watchmakers and like jewelers describe it as like a like gummy, like mm-hmm. it sticks. Wow. I'm even so, sure that they're probably not yeah. producing that many of those. No. They can't. I've, I've, I've yeah. only ever seen two. Yeah. Oh, you know what other other watch I love? I, I got the 36 of it, but then I ended up like giving it to my girl. I don't even know if she still has it, but it's. It was the Eisenkizzle dated. Really? Eisen, yeah, that, that stone That's a banger. was crazy. So we, I was, we were on a family vacation in Capri last summer, and I saw one in the window at the Rolex. Yeah. It was a 36, though. Mm-hmm. So I got it. I enjoyed it for a little while. But, and I gave it to her, but it was more so like I wanted, I wanted the 40. Sure. I wanted the 40 with the diamond markers, like, uh just just <laughs> the reason why I like that watch so much is because because it's such a rare stone they all come out different so your watch kind of feels like a piece unique yeah sure you know yeah that's true that's so a good it's like, point I love that you feel me and it's like yeah, that's kind of what I appreciate about like that falconized yeah. style of Yacht Master yeah 
Facts. It's like nobody else has this. Nobody's gonna have this exact same right. one. They can have like something this. similar. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, but it won't but be everyone's the same thing. Be different. Yeah. So I think that's incredible. Mm. Like, I think that's incredible. I hope I want Rolex to kind of get more into like that. That's one thing I love about like the like the vintage pieces. Like for me, like I want to start. Like I want to collect as many stone dial vintage Rolexes as I can. I have zero right now, mm. but like, that's like what's exciting to me. I mm-hmm. think, you know, specifically stone dials. They're all gonna be 36s. Dials. No, I know. Unless, <laughs> unless you chase those Daytonas though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The soda yeah. light, the Ruby light, mm-hmm. oh, those would be yeah. nuts crazy, on yeah. the straps. Oh yeah, like the green one, mm-hmm. the pink the one, red, the blue one, blue the red. red. Oh, yeah. You get them with the sapphire, Thanos, bezels, the ruby bezels. <laughs> so how did, they, did that come out as a set? No, it wasn't. Set. No, 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 no. They came out the same time. Yeah, they came out the same they, period, but yeah. it wasn't like a set. It's not it like wasn't AD like that with AD the rainbow, yeah, rainbow You got all ten at once. If, any, if there's anyone who has all of them, is probably like Thanos. Just, yeah, facts. <laughs> 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 um, well, this has been fun, my man. I think you got you have an amazing collection. You have an amazing. Thank you so story. much, man. Um, Thank you so much. I'm glad y'all doing this. I feel like more people need to like be able to kind of have an outlet where they kind of just talk about their watches exactly that's what that's that's what i mean you know funny enough you, you know we talked about like how you were working uh at home during covid and reality that's that's how this started yeah. you know i mean we were out i was at home consuming a lot of watch content and uh, we would all meet up anyway just talk watches yeah. and it was like shoot let's just put a camera on and see what happens well, that's dope and it's growing and now we got you with us and and it's I'm been, happy it's to been be a pleasure here. my man uh, just to hear to your here. story and um you know where you've been and how far you've come and you know these trophies that you've accumulated on the way is 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 very inspiring um i think a lot of people are going to enjoy this episode i'm grateful to have you on the show i'm happy to be here did 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 not disappoint no. he's like you gotta be solid it was like no he never does he never does uh so many you know many thanks to him and um this is just the beginning i'm sure we'll have you back on no, to follow sure, up and man. see where your collection goes. For sure. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be hitting you every time I get something new. Let like, me know. I can't yeah, wait to see you. Yeah, start the group chat. Yeah, that no, Tiffany, uh, that oh, Tiffany Protect man. comes. We got to get you back. <laughs> we need that. We need that. So I, I, I'm going to need I'm gonna need this link so I can send it to all my ADs. So mm-hmm. I can be like, yo, you see, I'm I'm shouting out loud. Yeah, shout I got, you, me, got you. Let me, let, me, let me get some shout outs. Let me get some shout outs to all the amazing ADs out yeah. there. First off, Myra, AP, you know, I love you. I love you like cook food. You my baby. <laughs> like, you feel me? You've done so much for my family and we appreciate you to no avail. To the good guys at Torno, Andrew Turin, we love you dearly. Thank you so much for everything. Michael Gordon, thank you so much for like a, everything. Like a Grammy speech. No, yeah, real, no, we, you got to love we these guys. We need to turn this into a real. We got to yeah, love these guys. This. You feel me? And then we're going to clip this just for you. Yes. Facts. Short Hills, Jesse, Gary. Yo, thank you so much. Ladies, Aquanaut, that was crazy. You feel me? Like, love y'all for that. Like, but shout out to all the 80s in the world and all the 80, all the other 80s. I don't know. I'm looking for you. You feel me? I'm looking for you. Like, I want us to build a whirlwind romance. (laughs) You feel me? I'm looking for you. Like, please. And also anybody who's selling like vintage stone dials. Oh, we got to We got to get those. We got to get those. I heard I heard buying vintage is scary, though. That, we'll hook you with the right. That's why cool. you got you have okay. somewhere. OK, yeah. cool, cool, cool. We actually, the, the gentleman I was telling you about who I just bought a watch from, Eric Wynn. Nice. Shout out Eric. Shahendra was hanging out with him the other night. Yeah. So we'll put you in touch. Shout out to Eric. Shout out to Eric. Um, that wraps episode 60. Okay. Uh, I just want to say thank you again. Thank and you, thank uh, for you. those of you watching and listening, you know where to find us on Instagram at Rich Check Pod. You can uh, watch us on YouTube. You can listen and watch on Spotify. We're on Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and there'll be more coming at you. Uh, new website launching soon. We got some product coming. Stay tuned, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. See you next week. Peace, y'all.